Welcome to the Room 102 podcast. I'm Mr. Rostin at Franklin Middle at Franklin Steam Academy uh, in Champaign, Illinois. This podcast is for any middle school student, uh, but for specifically for those at Franklin who want to learn science during long breaks from school. Um, we're in a long break right now. As of this podcast, the break is until April 30th. So let's go ahead and get started and keep learning some science. I want to do a summary of some of the concepts that we've talked about because, man, we have talked about a lot of concepts the last couple of days. Um, so we focused mainly on a lead up to something called kinetic molecular theory. The two things you must know about kinetic molecular theory from this unit and probably the two most important facts you can learn from this chemistry unit this quarter is this. One, everything is made up of particles. Two, those particles are always moving. If you know those two things, you'll be fine. There's other stuff to know. Um, so let's back up and talk about um, uh, how we got here. We talked about heat. We said that heat's not a thing because we can't really capture it. Uh, and when we try to create a theory that says how heat could be a thing, all of those theories fall apart. However, theories don't fall apart when we decide that heat is instead a phenomenon, hence the particles are moving. When we say that the particles moving as a collective faster, uh, if that makes something more hot, feel more hot to the touch, uh, and then if all the particles sort of slow down, maybe not all of them, but most of them, you know, as a collective, they start to slow down generally, uh, it feels cold, that model actually holds up to some of the other phenomena that we see, specifically some of the uh, discoveries by people like John Dalton and Antoine Lavoisier, who noticed that you know, um, we don't really lose size of things or, or mass or weight whenever we burn something or boil something. We also notice that when something combusts or goes through like a chemical reaction, the proportions tend to stay the same. We tend to always get the same material from a chemical reaction. Therefore, there's probably these particles that are sort of arranging their composition. Um, uh, we figured that there were materials made out of particles because of Greek philosophers thousands of years ago. And it wasn't until Antoine Lavoisier and John Dalton did some experiments that we were able to verify that theory. Now there's going to be other scientists that are going to study particles like Niels, Niel Bohr, sorry, Niels Bohr, uh, Ernest Rutherford, J.J. Thompson, uh, Enrico Fermi, and Albert Einstein. But um, we're not necessarily going to cover all of those scientists. But Antoine Lavoisier and John Dalton are probably the two most important scientists for you to know uh, in the chemistry unit. Okay, so uh, the last thing to talk about is that as particles move um, in anything, they hit each other. And that's really the concept that we're going to talk about today. I mentioned in the last episode that when particles knock into each other, they can make something hotter by touch uh, or by radiation because um, as particles bounce into each other, they transfer their energy. Imagine uh, a, a baseball hitting another baseball, or maybe a baseball being thrown at a football. Um, when I throw one ball into the other, uh, the energy of one ball transfers into the other. Um, and then those balls move in different directions once they collide. Collisions cause a transfer of energy. Well, the same thing happens by heat. Uh, when you sort of feel a hot surface, the same exact thing is happening. It's just that you don't really see the collisions because they're microscopic, they're naked to the eye. Um, but all those collisions added up, in general, 
make the nerve endings on your hand start to move faster with their particles and you feel heat. So here's a question. If there's atoms always colliding and that's what causes heat to move from one place to the other, why does heat typically move in one direction? If I take a piece of ice cream uh, like on an ice cream, like a scoop of ice cream on a cone, and I put it into a room that's at 70 degrees, and let's say the ice cream is at 20 degrees, eventually the ice cream will reach 70 degrees. It'll become the same temperature of the room. The heat goes into something cold. Same thing is true of objects in the refrigerator. Uh, if I put a bunch of things in my refrigerator at once, my refrigerator will heat up a little bit. And then as the engine or the, sorry, the motor runs on the refrigerator, uh, over time, everything will eventually become the same temperature inside of the refrigerator. Uh, if I have ice and I put it into water, eventually the ice will heat up the water a little bit and the water will cool down the ice. But let's look at that piece of ice going into a glass of water for a second. Why doesn't the opposite happen? Why is it that when I put a piece of ice in water, why can't the ice get colder because of the collisions and the water get hotter? Why does everything always become the same temperature? Why can't a hot and cold object when touching make the hot object suck all of the energy out of the cold object? And the cold object gets colder and colder and colder and colder and the hot object gets hotter and hotter and hotter and hotter. We never see this happen in nature. The only time we ever see something we get, get hotter and hotter and hotter is when we put energy into it, like the motor in our refrigerator or the particles from the sun. Why doesn't that ever happen? It turns out the answer is the same as the osmosis that we studied in our very first episode on brine and broth. Things in nature like to equilibrate. They like to become equal. Or what we scientists say, we like things to reach equilibrium. This is because of a law of thermodynamics that we don't have time to discuss in this class. But what you should know as your concept for today is that things eventually like to equilibrate in nature. They like to become equal. Everything likes to eventually be at the same temperature. In fact, there's a theory that the universe eventually will all be the same temperature with every single particle not moving at all. And the whole universe will go to literally zero degrees. That's in Kelvin. Uh, but we're not going to talk about what Kelvin is for the sake of simplicity. Okay. Uh, extra experiment for today. Um, because heat doesn't magically get generated by like ice going into water... Um, we have to put energy into it. So what I'd like you to do, if you would like to do an extra experiment this week, this is totally optional. In fact, all the experiments really are optional. The only thing I ever need you to do is fill out your reflection sheet, either on your observations or your experiment for the week. Um, and again, we're making observations this week on when temperature changes in a system. Um, but if you want to do an extra experiment, take a rubber band, put it right to your bottom lip, uh, touch the rubber band to the lip, and then uh, take that rubber band and stretch it really fast and then let it, uh, uh, and then let it contract and then stretch it really fast and then let it contract and do that a bunch of times, stretch it out really fast and then let it contract. What you should feel is a little bit of heat get generated on your lip. You do it on your lip because your lip has some of the most sensitive nerve endings in all of your body. See if you can generate a little bit of heat. That heat is coming from the work you're doing to the rubber band. Okay. Uh, that is it for our podcast today. Here is your, uh, here is your joke, uh, for the day that's related to chemistry. What did one ion say to the other? 
I've got my eye on you. <laughs> oh, that wasn't very good. Let's do a different joke. What do you do with a dead chemist? Bury him. Hot, get it? Bury him. Because barium is an element. Okay, that is the end of our episode for today. We have one more episode this week in which uh, I will be summarizing kinetic molecular theory so we can move on to something else uh, for the next week. Um, we're going to stick with chemistry, obviously. But uh, one more episode, fill out your reflection sheets on Friday, and then we should be good. Uh, again, send me a voice message if you have any questions, and have an excellent day.